Hey guys, my name is Louie, and this is the I Am Your Father podcast. It's a podcast I do on a weekly basis for azcentral.com, the website for the news outlet, the Arizona Republic in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, it's also part of my daddy blog, parenting blog, however you want to call it, that I do for AZ Central. So this has been an interesting week. A lot of stuff going on, a lot of news going on. A lot of bad news, a lot of tragic news, a lot of deaths, a lot of shooting, a lot of officer-involved stuff. It's also a lot of entry points and a lot of opportunities for us to talk to our kids about the news. And it's one of the topics I've been most interested in as a parent. How do we talk to our kids about news, about bad news, about tragic news, about things that happen around the world, things that happen across the country, things that happen in our own city? And how do we approach that with our children? And there's a lot of like consternation about it. There's a lot of posts, a lot of professionals, a lot of experts talking about how do you approach these things with your kids. And I feel like it's kind of a hard thing to nail down in one post. It's a hard thing to say, here's how you talk to your kids. Because we're all different. Parents are different. Our kids are different. Our life experiences are different. So in other words, I am going to talk to my son about how to interact with cops and officers differently, probably, with different context than, say, uh, someone else. (laughs) So my experience growing up in California in the eighties and nineties as a Hispanic male was probably vastly different from a non-Hispanic male growing up in the Midwest in eighties and nineties without getting too stereotypical. And so our experiences, right? Growing up, our experiences interacting with the world and our own experiences and processing news probably has something to do with how we then translate that and filter that down to our children so just by that if we can agree to that it's kind of hard to put us all into one room and say here's how you talk to your kids so i will try to help you with that by just letting you know that i believe the best way to talk to your kids is with relative honesty honesty scaled and honesty honesty kind of specific to your child's age and sensibilities me growing up my life, my childhood, my kind of version of the world as a kid, you could talk to me about all the things that were happening with kind of blunt honesty. My son growing up, hopefully his experience would be less than mine and better than mine, I guess, and certainly different than mine. And he may require a little less honest, but still pretty much honest. He might require less of the details and less of the anger and more of the context and more of the why more of the how and more of this is what this means and here's how we go forward with that and i think part of the thing is parents have always from what i can tell from an outsider looking in before i was a parent parents always seem to be fearful and concerned about how to talk to our kids and what what does this mean and what about the children and think of the kids i remember years back you know billboards getting protested and parents being super upset that something was on a billboard or that something was in a textbook or that something was on TV or something was on a commercial or a Super Bowl halftime show. And one of the commercials, I'm sorry, one of the complaints you always hear back is, how do I explain this to my kids? What am I supposed to say to my kids? And my kind of weird reaction to that was, well, you just tell them this is part of the world and this is what's happening. Like, why does the rest of society have to bend because you're afraid to talk to your kids? Again, this is pre-parent. This, these are what non-parents think about us. Non-parents see some billboard that advertises something, I don't know, whatever. And parents are like, whoa, what, how am I supposed to show this to my kid, right? It's the old gimmick of something's on TV, so you cover your kid's eyes so you don't want them to see it, right? 
and and non-parents are like that's not a big deal like who cares just tell them whatever you want and move on with your life when you're a parent now you're like always kind of freaking out and always worried about what your child might be exposed to that's why there's ratings like like ratings on video games and the parental advisory rating on like hip-hop albums exist because of parents not because of non-parents because parents spend a lot of their time we spend a lot of our time worried about what our kids might be exposed to and about what our kids might listen to or hear or see now and, and there's great worry about this like you always see anytime there's a superhero movie deadpool came out right every time there's a superhero movie especially one like deadpool which i believe was rated r parents will go nuts on message boards and on twitter and on facebook and all the things about how could you show this what about the kids and this is horrible the language blah 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 and there's 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 validity there i'm not saying it's silly i just think that sometimes we're too afraid to sit down and talk to our kids about the world that, that we're raising them in and all of these examples are pretty whimsical not that important examples compared to what's been going on so if you apply the idea of our kids we're worried about our kids being exposed to stuff and we're afraid of what our kids might hear and listen to and what they might see and what they even might experience and you put that on top of the absolutely tragic events happening for this for the point of this conversation in the country in the united states of the shootings left and right officers being killed in dallas citizens being killed pretty much everywhere and how do we explain this to our kids because at some point even if they avoid it at some point if you avoid it, I mean, it's, they're going to find out about it. It's going to get to them. It may even happen in your city. Friday Friday night here in Phoenix, there was this really kind of involved protest and rally against police brutality, and there was a lot going on. And relatively peaceful, I mean, comparatively speaking, but, you know, tear gas was used, and it was, it was all over the news. It was all over social media. And so if your kid's on social media, if your kid's on Snapchat, even Snapchat, for God's sakes, there's, that stuff is everywhere. The images, the videos are everywhere. It's really hard to avoid. So then the question becomes, what do we do about it from parents? Like, what is it we do? How do we talk to our kids? Because I firmly believe that it's unavoidable. Unless your kid is really young like mine, who's three years old, I can have complete control over his media intake, right? Complete control over what he sees anywhere. And I can control that entirely. But once my kid gets to be in kindergarten, basically first grade, second grade, middle school, high school, the world now controls what they see because they're out of my house. He's out there in the world. He comes back to my house, he comes back to our house, having seen whatever he has seen. And my job is not to try to protect him from it. My job is to try to empower him to deal with it. And I think there's a difference there. There's a difference in protecting yourself from something and trying to avoid it, trying to ignore it. You're trying to avoid this ticket, this parking ticket you got, and you're trying to avoid the court date, and you don't want to pay the fine, and you're trying to get out of that, right? You're trying to avoid paying your car tags, and you're trying, and then there's a there's a difference from that, from just dealing with it, getting it out of the way, and normalizing it to some extent. I'm not saying we need to normalize shootings. We should never normalize shooting. It's a horrible thing, but we have to be able to empower our children to be able to look at it and not kind of get bad information and not feel like 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 they're scared and not feel like they don't know what to do our job part of our job as parents is to empower our kids to give them the tools to give them the strength to give them the knowledge they need to see the world as it is to see our country as it is to see everything that's happening as it does and to say i can deal with this and i can talk to people about this and hopefully hopefully god willing 
my son can come and talk to us about this. And here's what this means, right? Because the one truth that I think all parents can attest to is that our kids know way more than we know about what they know. They know more than we know about what they know. We sometimes assume our kids don't hear us. We sometimes assume our kids don't understand what we're saying or uh, to each other, right? Parents seem to think that we speak some kind of secret parent language that kids don't get. They seem to think that we that kids don't hear everything and understand everything we're saying. My son is still relatively nonverbal. He doesn't have a lot of conversation, but he hears everything. And I know he hears everything because every once in a while, he lets us know he hears everything. He'll repeat a phrase we say. He'll point something out that we don't point out anymore. He hears things. He sees what we're talking about. He hears what we're talking about. He knows what's going on around him. And he's only three. When he's five, 10, 15, that gets amplified. Your kids know what's going on. They see it on social media. They see it on Snapchat. Snapchat has become the Twitter of our generation. It's, it's become the new Twitter. Everything's on Snapchat now because media outlets partner with Snapchat. Everything now is on Snapchat. If you open Snapchat right now, depending on when you listen to this podcast, you're gonna see officers shot stories. You're gonna see sex stuff on Snapchat. You're gonna see all of these things the old Cosmo of the 90s is Snapchat of the 2016, 2016, right? Like, that's just what it is. Like, the, the world now is everywhere. It's at your fingertips. The awesomeness of the internet is that it's at our fingertips. Through social media, I can right now, while I'm talking on this microphone, read pretty much anything, see pretty much anything. When, when people are shot now, other people are live streaming it on Facebook. Like, when the Dallas cops were killed, immediately, Twitter had video of it, not of the shootings themselves, but certainly of people freaking out and running the hell out of there. And you can hear gunshots and you can see images coming out of Dallas almost in real time of what was happening. That is the evolution of media. That is the evolution of information. And it's also raw information, uncut video, uncut photos that nobody guards anymore. Nobody's filtering for us anymore. That comes directly to us. And Twitter is the same for me as it would be for my 15-year-old son. Twitter is the same for me as it would be for my 10-year-old son, 13-year-old son. So these things are out there. And I think it's time for us as parents to stop trying to necessarily like protect them from the images, protect them from the information, and empower them to process it and to talk about it and to feel like they can come to us and talk about this news because it's not going away. The kinds of news we're seeing is not going away. The kinds of images, the kinds of video, the kinds of conversations that we see on the internet, it is not going away, All right? Regardless of how you feel, what side you fall on, cops, protesters, all that stuff, all the politics of adulthood, depending on where you, it doesn't matter where you fall on that conversation. Our kids see the exact same thing. They see the same conversations we see. They see the same kind of images we see. They see the same everything that we see they there are they are in the same world that we're in and it might be time to realize that and know that our parents the world that our parents raised us in where you could control things a little more that world is long gone long gone there is no filter there is no barrier anymore between our children and the news of the day our children and the violence and the bad stuff that we spend so much time arguing about our kids can see that now and they can see it for themselves. They don't have to go looking that far. All they have to do is load their phone. So it might be time to talk to our kids about this stuff and empower them and talk to them 
according to your values. I'm not gonna, obviously no one's gonna tell you how to feel about this stuff. No one's gonna tell you how to process this on your own, but talk to your children according to your values, according to what you believe, according to what, what you want your children to believe. So the conversation I would have with my son is completely different from the conversation some of you would have with your children. And that's okay. That's part of who we are, right? That's part of this whole deal. But you have to know that our kids can can are getting this information. It's time to talk to them. Go out there and talk to your kids. Tell them about the news. Tell them first about the news. Tell them about what's going on so that maybe hopefully if somebody talks to them about it, they already have a sense of knowledge and a sense of kind of confidence about what's going on and they feel okay with it. So there you go. I am your father podcast. You can find me on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. I'm also on Twitter and also Snapchat. If you guys Snapchat, Louis Villalobos on Snapchat. Um, that's a really, I really like Snapchat. It's really cool. Hope you guys are doing really well. I really appreciate any likes on uh, iTunes, especially any any ratings and reviews you can do. I can't stress how much that helps us um, for you guys who podcast and listen to podcasts. Any of that kind of stuff is really great. Hope you're doing really well. Thanks for listening. Take care.